Welcome back to the stars made me do it and happy very end of Sagittarius season. And we have our first guest here. We have Molly. Welcome, Molly. Hi, nice to nice to be here. Super excited to have you. And we are connected through our Aries guest, Andrew. So that's kind of cool. Both like uh, family friends of the same yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm an Aries son. So yeah. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you, uh, where you're from, where you are now or anything important we should know. I am an Aries sun, a Sag moon, obviously, and a Pisces rising. Um, I'm grew up in Westchester County, just north of New York City. Uh, I've been living in Brooklyn for about three years now. And I work at a creative agency doing social media for a tech company. So it's really fast paced and a lot of travel, actually. So it's great. That's exciting. I like, so there's travel with your job. Yeah. And it wasn't part of the job description. I always knew that I wanted to travel for work and like couldn't find someone that was asking for travel, you know, abilities, but um, it ended up just happening. So I got pretty lucky. That's perfect. And I love how, when we, um, like when we were coordinating to do this, you're like, yeah, I'd be totally down, but I'm going to Hawaii. I was like, oh, Sag Moon. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You, you, Yep. And it was like 4 a.m. Hawaii time. I was like, I, I would love to, but I'm half asleep in Hawaii as we speak. <laughs> Which I just is so Sedge <laughs> Moon and I love it. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the next question is, I guess I, we kind of already know your thoughts a little bit. I was going to ask you what your thoughts and feelings are on astrology. Oh yeah. I love astrology. Um, over the years I've gotten into like, um, like the animal spirit cards. I love those. I've just gotten more interested in like learning about my own chart um, and like learning more about like, you know, what certain proclivities like my rising and my moon have. Like I've been more interested in learning about my like Saturn return. I just, I think it's always been really interesting to me when I was little, like my whole bedroom was like astrology, celestial body themed. Like I've just always kind of been about that. Love Um, it. So uh yeah, that's, uh, that's why it was so cool learning, um, you know, that you were a, a full-time astrology, like this is like what you do for a living. So I thought it was super cool. And I remember talking your ear off about it all night. So yeah, I love astrology. I think it's really cool. And I just think it's a really interesting way to learn more about yourself and like who you are through the lens of, you know, not a therapist or not your friends, just, you know, the stars I think it's really cool. It's so true. Like, I love everything you just said. And my Sag son is so about it. <laughs> I'm like, I love that. It's so, <laughs> it's so a way to get to like, know yourself better. And you're right. It's like, I, I totally think it is like a form of therapy because it's, I mean, in, in essence, like all of us are in some way, just seeking to understand why we are the way we are. And it's a really, really cool tool. And I just feel like you can, you can always just dissect so many, I don't know. It's a combination of dissecting why you are the way you are. And also like finding this like arsenal of superpowers that you have where it's like, my Mars is in Gemini. I'm a multitasking extraordinaire, you know, and all that. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So you're definitely, Mm -hmm. you're definitely into it and getting more and more into it beyond just like, this is my sun sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah, I've even like, my sister and I both like Emily and I both think that like we're pretty like witchy and like we've like I like to read tarot cards in high school and stuff like I think part of me has always just been like connected to astrology and I've always just been more interested in you know this side of 
things and occult things, not that astrology is necessarily occult, but uh, yeah, just stuff like this is really interesting to me. No, you're so, so right. It's like, the same page. yeah, yeah. And I, you should listen to, we did an episode on tarot and astrology and how they overlap. So that was a really cool one um, because they do. And it's, I think that you can, even though it like it, yes and no, isn't in the realm of occult, it's kind of like you can use it purely as a science and you could also use it as an intuitive mm-hmm. form. So it's really cool in that way. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's occult adjacent. <laughs> yes. Yes. Perfectly said. Yes. <laughs> so how would you say like some of your closest friends would describe you? Hmm. Um, I think my closest friends would probably describe me as, um, independent. I'm very, I'm a very independent person. Um, my friends think I'm really funny. I'm like really good at impressions and just end up coming up with like absurd jokes off the cuff, which is really nice for them. Um, uh, I guess like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, is that even funny? Was that weird? And they're like, no, we're, we're dying. Um, I'm a pretty loyal friend, loyal person. Like I go fully to bat. Like for my, I mean, something else about me is like, I'm very conflict avoidant, but I will like hate someone for you so hard. I will maybe not like, not like confront them, but I'll be like, yeah, we hate that person or we hate that they just did that. And I like, I'm such like a hype man and that like, (laughs) I can really build my friends up and I love doing it. It's always genuine. Um, But when they're angry about something or they're upset about something, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck that person. We hate them. That, that behavior is absurd. And I'm just, I'm really, I go, I go to bat for my friends. Um, I'm pretty impulsive, I'd say, but um, in the way that, you know, I'm just kind of down for anything and I'll kind of just like fall into situations and be like, oh, whoops, gotta take myself out of this one. Um, And yeah, I think I'm also, I think they'd also say I'm like a pretty like empathetic person. Okay. Yeah. It's so cool. Like normally like towards the end of the episode, I'll, or the interview, I'll like get into your top three, but it seems like a really important time to get into it now, because like you said, you're an Aries with the Pisces rising. And it's like, I just, I feel like there's so many Sagittarius moon qualities you just said, but at the same time, like being the biggest hype and for like, Oh, we hate them. That's like, that just screaming Aries to me. But at the same time, like the, the fact that like, you know, I'll hate you. I will, you know, uh, kind of like have this strong feelings at a distance, but not act on them. It's like, Ooh, but Pisces rising. No, thank you. I don't think so. It's like, it's like the biggest conflict. Everything I read about being an Aries son, a lot of it does track, but a lot of it's like, Oh, you're so hot headed. You get so angry. You're always fighting and yelling and angry. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, yeah, maybe I get heated, but like never to anyone's face. Like I can't stand up for myself in a fight. Like (laughs) if ever I'm dealing with anything, like if I'm ever dealing with like negative emotions or I'm feeling really stressed out, it takes like a lot of energy for me to like actually talk to someone about it. Most most of the time I'm just like shove it down or I'm just like deal with it by yourself. Um, So yeah, I, I have a lot of conflicting qualities for an Aries sun because of that Pisces rising placement, I think. Yeah, definitely with that, because Pisces is so, I want to do everything for everybody else. It's literally the difference between the first sign of the Zodiac and the last sign of the Zodiac being like me, 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 and everybody else, everybody else. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. really interesting. That really comes out with like, so 
your friends, like if they would describe you in that way or the qualities that come out are pretty well-rounded of your top three, then I would say that's pretty, (laughs) yeah. But like, also like that independence factor, I think is huge. Obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like the classic, like keyword Sagittarius independence, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say that you consider yourself like a dreamer, especially when it comes to things like wanting to learn and travel like more and more and more like bigger is bigger type of Sagittarius energy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so like sometimes I'll I like have like a list on my phone of all the places that I like want to go and like, you know, people will say like, "Oh, like what's on your bucket list?" and it's more it's more often than not like just traveling all these different places that I've kind of always felt called to. Um like someone a friend of mine was like playing this we had this card game while we were like waiting for our flight um and one of the questions asked like if you could wake up tomorrow with like any superpowers what would they be and I was like "Mm, I think I want to know like every single language ever and be able to teleport and I just yes yes (laughs) yes but also part of me was like and also control fire (laughs) so I think it's like pretty it pretty much tracks um but yeah, I would definitely consider myself a dreamer. I mean, can I get stuck a little bit? Can I like get a little bit like, like my one friend is always like, oh, do you want to go here in a couple months? Do you want to do that, that, that? And I like get kind of overwhelmed. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, it's not because I don't want to go to these places. It's more I get like caught up in the details, but okay. I certainly do um, consider myself someone that just is always wanting to learn and explore and travel for sure. I love that thing about like, just, I wish I could speak every language. I just feel that so much. I feel that so much. And like, it has been such a freaking mm-hmm. journey learning French and living in a different country. Yeah, but, you learn, but you know French. Yeah. And it's that, but I totally get what you mean because now that I can speak French, it's like, there's so many more people in the world I can communicate with now. Like, what if I spoke Italian, yeah. you know, like it just, mm-hmm. uh, this, right. yeah. Right. This just want yeah, to know I'm more. Like, yes. And every time I'm in a Spanish speaking country, like it all, like I did Spanish, like the normal stretch of like middle school, the high school, but I was really good at it. Like I placed out of like having to take the regents or something. I didn't have to take it in college. I didn't have to take a language in college because I did really well. And every time I'm in a Spanish speaking country, it all just like comes flowing back. And I like, this happens to a lot of people, but I just end up like remembering all these things. And like, I have a new ability to communicate. And I'm always like, damn, if I just stuck with this, I'd be so good. Like, I love being able to speak in another language. And if I can learn Spanish, then surely I can learn Italian and French. But obviously I, I drop the ball every time. I like can't commit to learning a lot of new skills. Like uh, guitar, wanted to be a guitarist so bad when I was in middle school my parents were like okay you better practice and uh, they got me the guitar it was sweet it was like a light blue electric guitar and I never played it because I wasn't an expert right away and I'm really bad at just you know like I feel that so much to learn (laughs) yes which is why learning a language first if like moving to France like you had to because you were immersed in it and your partner speaks French like that's the only way I'm learning a language is if I'm like immersed in it no because it's Mm -hmm. it's so true it's like this you know this like I know I'm I'm also I'm trying to like dissect okay so what's the difference that we're feeling between me and my Sag sun and rising and you and your Sag moon like between the two of us we've got all three but like I because I totally, totally get that. I feel like Sagittarius placements are also such like this, this Renaissance character in a way where it's like, I want to learn everything. So I'm going to learn a little bit about a lot. 
where, you know, it's, it's not like I can sit down and master it because, oh, and with all my Capricorn placements, for sure. If I'm not an expert right away, I feel like a failure. I feel like an absolute failure. if if I can't do it right away. And it's like, Sierra, it's another Mm -hmm. language. That's like what Guillaume told me one time, like when I was really struggling in French class and with all these freaking irregular verbs and everything. And he's like, you're learning a new language. Like it's a new language. Like this is not something that Mm -hmm. you just pick up. This is, you know, and it's like, you have to have that self-check sometimes, but you're totally right. If I wasn't you know, immersed in it and have a necessity to learn this other language, it would not have, it would not have happened, but it makes me so much more, I don't know, like, uh, it brings about so much more of a, like want to learn more now that I have like that taste of, wow, I can talk to more people, which Mm -hmm. is like exactly what you said. It's so true mm-hmm. though, but a lot of different things, like you were saying, like, I want to, you know, okay, I'll try guitar. Like I literally just got my guitar out today, like for the first time in like almost a year, I was like, I'm going to try play it again. <laughs> it's, it's really oh, funny oh, that nice. you said that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, a lot of like, I think that that's a really Sagittarius thing too, where like eclectic, like very, um, mm-hmm. wanting to yeah. know a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And I mean, that's another thing my friends say about me. They're like, why would I Google it when I can just ask you? Like, you know, such a weird array of like facts about the most random shit that like, they'll, (laughs) you know, ask me some obscure question. And I like weirdly know the answer because I just have a freakish memory for little things. I'm like, I guess a pretty observant person. Even, even my boyfriend's like, how did you know that? Why do you remember that? I'm like, I don't know. But I think it's because I do have that thirst to just like absorb, absorb, absorb. Yeah. Maybe I can't remember a really important conversation I had X amount of months ago, but I can tell you like random facts about ancient Egypt or what celebrity just broke up with their, like, and I'm not even super into pop culture. I just like absorb random things. Yeah. and I think that's part of it too. I think I just end up just internalizing and retaining knowledge like of, of things that might not even be useful, but then I just have it. I just yeah. know the answer. You know, that's really, that's really fun that you say that because like the moon is known as like being like the memory, like known as like your memory. And so those who have Taurus moon placements are considered like really good memory banks just by the way, like Taurus functions and the moon functions, but like with like, a combination of it being something emotional and also being like a a memory keeper and then it being in Sagittarius for you, which is the sign of higher learning and expansion and higher knowledge. It's just like you, that's, that's what sticks. You know, those are the things Mm -hmm. that, that stay with you. That's really, that's really cool. Yeah. Like random facts. Why do I know this? But I do. And, uh, yeah, all right. yeah, I'll catch myself Googling something. So why am I doing this? But I need to know the answer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Search for more. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we were going over our like, uh, Sagittarius moon part one episode, um, we were talking about how a lot of Sagittarius moons can get triggered when people comment on your like belief systems, when it's something like, uh, either not sharing their beliefs or if someone like has like, a, I don't know, something like to say, like in a triggering way about your belief system, like, do you feel like, like any sort of emotional trigger? Have you ever experienced that when someone's like commenting on something that you believe in, like specifically, like, this is something I feel really strongly about. 
what if they're like negatively talking about it or just expressing like an opinion that doesn't align with mine? I guess either negatively or positively, like feeling very emotionally triggered when it comes to belief systems, either like getting really into it or getting really defensive of it. Oh yeah. 100%. I definitely feel like that. Um, when, uh, like I first started talking to slash dating my boyfriend, like we were talking about, you know, like random fans that we like, and I had never really like met anyone that had such a similar music taste to me. So when he would like be listing off these bands, I'd be like, you like them too? What? And I was just like, he was like, yeah. I, I was just like, I didn't know that anyone else liked them like that. And then like, you know, just getting into these deep conversations just about a simple band that we both happen to like, like 100%. Um, I also tend to, yeah, like if someone's like, um, let's see, I recently had the debate that like Eyes Wide Shut is not a Christmas movie. I will die on the hill that it is. So yeah, I got emotionally triggered. I was like, yeah, no. And of course that's not a belief system. That is a, that is something that's not, you you can't necessarily call a belief system. I was just thinking of a recent. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. I was like, no, here's why. And especially, and if we really want to talk about belief systems, like I have had a couple of friends like over like, you know, in June of 2020 kind of be like, well, you know, can you really say like all cops are bastards or, you know, like, and there are certain situations, there are certain questions that came up that I felt pretty strongly about. And like, I did get emotionally triggered. I felt angry. I felt like, how do you not see where I'm coming from? And we talked about it like at length. And I think like, much to my friend's dismay because I wasn't going to back down yeah. um, and I wasn't going to um, like I was like I hear you and I'm disagreeing with you like I just yeah I was kind of like a because you know those are real life belief systems those are things that inform who you are what you stand for what your values are so yeah with things like that I definitely feel an emotional um, trigger when someone either agrees with me or disagrees with me for sure. Does yeah. that answer the question? <laughs> no, totally. And it's just making me think of like, I, I have that same reaction in different, in different ways. I would say like, I, what, like what we were kind of talking about, about how I think that Sagittarius moons, it affects you more then I think it would affect me. Like I can know that I'm right. And it would take a lot for me to have to then like defend it. Like I, or def- I don't know how to exactly put it. Like I can know I'm right. And, or by, by knowing I'm and right, like that's I mean, all you need. yeah. And like, by knowing I'm right, I mean, for me, like, okay, of course, like there's always however many sides to whatever, but like, if you don't agree with me, I can kind of be like, okay, noted. I don't want to get into this because if I get into it, I'm going to get into it. But it seems like it is more of a trigger sometimes with like that Sagittarius moon placement. And, um, oh, what did you say? Something that you said, um, made me think of, oh, like the, like your daily things though. Like it's, it's, it, you know, when we say like belief systems, it's kind of like something that must be really important to you is music. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's, you know, Mm -hmm. so if that is something that's really important to you and someone is like giving a strong opinion on it, that's going to matter. Whereas it's something more like, say you're not religious at all. Someone's talking about religion. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. But if it's something that like genuinely affects your, your everyday type of being and, uh, Mm -hmm. and having that need of like, I don't know, needing to, needing to stand up for it. And it's interesting that you said before that being, even though you're in Aries and don't often stand up for things that certain things will trigger in that way. Yeah, no, 
definitely. I can definitely have like a combative conversation about that stuff. Yeah. Um, but when it's like, hey, it really upset you, sent me that you did this. I'm, or like someone's really like laying into me, which hasn't really happened that much. But like in the past, it kind of has. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Okay. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't handle it. But when it comes to like belief systems, yes. Like I definitely, I definitely uh, step, step for that. And I mean, I wish I was more like you and could just accept the fact like, okay, well I'm right. And that's enough for me. And I'm writing these people off. Like <laughs> I, I can't. And maybe it's like the Aries Sun probably a combo I'm yeah like, no I'm gonna tell you why I'm right and I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong and why um I think what you're saying is stupid or I'm gonna um, conversely I'll be like yeah that's exactly right and I'll just like continue continue talking about why both of us are right about yeah. the same thing yeah um, yeah I definitely can't let things like that go I think in personal relationships too like if you feel like maybe not even a belief system but if I feel like maybe like my character is being judged or um, someone has the wrong idea about my intention. I like will not rest until I know exactly what I meant. Or, you know, I can't just be like, all right, well, I know how I feel and I know, you know, how I meant it. So if you don't, that's your problem. I can't, I don't operate like that. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like it's, there's, there's more of a, a slow progression for me. And I was thinking like everything that you're saying, I just relate so much to because I have these strong Sagittarius placements, but then it's like, when I think about, you know, like someone who has really strong Libra placements, someone who has even stronger Pisces placements than you have, they, that's not the reaction. That's not the reaction because mm. it's too much of a, I don't want to upset the balance. I don't want to you know, upset the flow of things, but there is this, like, I don't know, the Sagittarius truth seeking, like need where it's like, no, but like, you don't have the facts, right? Like it's not, it's not okay. Yeah. You don't have the facts, right? And, and also just mm -hmm. thinking about how, like when we reconnected at Andrew's wedding and how like astrology mm -hmm. came up and then it was like, oh, astrology, you like astrology. I like yeah. astrology. Let's talk about astrology. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how it went down. I was like, oh my God, really? What? Yeah. <laughs> it was such a fun conversation. And yeah, just as passionate as I get about like telling someone. I mean, at the end of the day, I do know when to pick my battles. If there's some drunk dude at a bar saying that climate change is a hoax, I know not to get involved with that. But when yeah. it's with a friend or someone in their right mind, I'm like, um, actually, here's what I think. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, and it's really it is nice on the other side of that when you meet someone or you're talking about something and you just have the same interest or the same thoughts and you can just harness that energy that is could be used to like you know fight someone into yeah. like sharing your interest with someone else and yeah you know, just having a really uh enthusiastic conversation about something you both care about love it Absolutely agreed. It's really cool that I've got the Sag sun and rising. You've got the Sag moon. And so we're like, I, I just love that. I just love Sagittarius energy so much. It makes me so happy. Mm. Um, and then, so like moon signs in general, it's like, you know, when you first meet someone, it's the ascendant, when you get to know them, it's the sun. And then when you're like super deep down, like when you're with your closest people, when you're, when you're alone, that's like your moon sign really taking over. So like thinking about like your uninterrupted, like alone time and chill time, what would you normally spend that doing if you had like complete chill freedom? Um, I love that time personally. Uh, like it's rare, but when I do get it, I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like I uh, get to be by myself um, just because I have a roommate. I am in a relationship. I have a lot of friends. It just can be hard to like come across 
like solo times. So when I do have it, I do really like it. Um, and I just love doing nothing. I literally love doing nothing. Like sometimes I will deep clean um, only when I'm like really in the mood or like the apartment is an actual mess. But I love to just like kind of like just tidy up and like get my ducks in an order and like just make my space like a relaxing, like clean space to be in. I love catching up on shows, like cooking something fun. I love going grocery shopping, <laughs> shopping around the neighborhood too. Like I live in Greenpoint. So there's like plant stores and thrift stores. And um, I kind of love just popping in headphones and like walking around. And I think, I think something that I do like about alone time is that I don't owe anyone my time. I don't need to be speaking to anyone. I just get to like be with myself. And as an independent person, I think like as a very independent person, I think I'm always looking out for like, okay, well, like when am I going to get to do the thing that I want to do? And when am I going to have the time that I need? Um, so I think it's, I think alone time is super important and I love just using it to kind of regenerate um I'm not the kind of person that's going to use alone time to like work out or like paint a whole painting though I mean I have used alone time for that in the past now as I'm getting older I just really appreciate the not needing to do anything just the nothingness yeah I don't know if that's sad moon of me or anything but it's increasingly how I feel that's really alone time that's really cool. It's, it reminds me um, when we interviewed my friend who is a Gemini sun and Gemini moon, she was like saying how like her husband walks in and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. nothing. And it yeah. just makes me think of like, yes. because Sagittarius and Gemini are those opposite signs and they're both that mutable energy. That's mm-hmm. very, you know, constantly could be doing something when it's like not being stimulated. Mm -hmm. It's also really refreshing, but I also think that's a cool combination of your Sagittarius with your Aries because Aries is very much the, um, it's very much the, it's the first sign of the Zodiac. It's the, you know, Aries rules the first house, which is all about me. So it's very much the individual. And then having Mm -hmm. this Sagittarius moon, like, I love how you even just said, I'm going to go walk around my neighborhood or go grocery shopping. I wish I, I like, I despise grocery shopping. I wish I had what oh you have. God. Like that's, that's, that's one of my, it like, me such joy. No, I, it's like my hated tasks. I really wish, I oh really wish that I could get, get better at that. But I think it's part of my cat moon in a way being like, mm-hmm. I want to check the thing off the list. And you can never, ever check grocery shopping off the list. It will always need to be done again. (laughs) So So true. It it keeps coming back around. Yeah. But if you like it, then that's a good thing because it keeps coming back around. But I like that. um, I like that you said that even just going around your neighborhood, too, because there's like that. um, And even like listening to music or doing something like it just seems like giving your brain a rest to then consume whatever Mm -hmm. your environment is in, because it seems like it's a time for like from what you said, it just seems like it's a time where you're not being overly stimulated. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of Sagittarius placements to get their best downloads from like the universe or whatever it is when it's like, there's no actual purpose. It's just kind of like, I don't know, yeah. like when I started doing yoga, I was like, this is great because I don't know. I don't drive here. Like there's no, like I don't drive here. And when I'm in the U S I realized like, wow, when I'm driving, that's that that's when I get my downloads. That's when I'm like thinking mm-hmm. just to myself. And so it's really yeah. great to have that kind of uh not forced time for anything specific to mm-hmm. then get all that. Yeah, that yeah. that alone time is is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my life is so fast paced. I work 
like my job is like nonstop 10 to sometimes 10 to six, but sometimes later it is like nonstop deadline, deadline, deadline. And that's where I thrive. Like my flow state is having like a huge to-do list and not a lot of time to do it. I love doing things quickly. I love getting shit done. I love crossing things off my list. Like you, I like, I like power walking from place to place. I love moving fast. I love having things to do. So when I don't have anything to do, or if I've been doing a lot for a long time, there's like literally nothing better than just sitting and doing nothing. Like I also, I have so many friends here, like it's not a bad thing. It's great having things, having a social calendar, but sometimes I'm like, Ooh, nothing going on this weekend. I'm yes. going to lay on my couch and catch up on succession and order sushi. <laughs> and the last time I did that, my roommate and her boyfriend were, were around and they're like, do you want to come to dinner with us? I was like, no, no, I don't. I love you, but no, I don't. I just like, I am constantly doing so much that I need to give myself a break sometimes. Um, and it feels really good to just do that. Do nothing. Yeah, no, I love like what you just said totally reminded me of when I just remember like when I was, it was probably like my third ish year after graduating when I was in my apartment and my roommate wasn't there for a weekend. Nobody was visiting me. No, like I didn't have any plans. Someone asked me to do things. And I was like, I think no. And I like just did my own thing for a whole weekend. And it was like, it was so freeing. I just, I seriously remember that weekend. I was yeah. so freeing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. It's, it is really interesting too, because I feel like in general, in general, like Sagittarius placements are very social beings because it's like, how am I going to add more stories to my library if I'm not surrounded by people? So like, and I want my library mm-hmm. ever growing kind of thing, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I need more and more and more, but at the same time, it then it can be like that. Okay. Well, I have all these things I could be doing, but I actually like, sometimes there's like a little bit of a guilt then with like, Oh, but like, what if I just want to spend time for me? So it does feel like a little gift sometimes when you get that, you get that special time Mm -hmm. just to yourself. But I love that, that Aries energy that you have at work. It seems like, go, go, go. I'm going to even power walk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's literally so go, go, go. I love getting like my, even when I was little, my dad says that I used to always say, Molly likes to go fast. I used to say in the third person, Molly likes to go fast and like just zip around my house and just, I was like rocket fuel or something. And I still am like that. I love moving quickly. And um, it's also really important to not even just physically quickly, like, you know, cross this down or cross this out or you know uh like finish the project faster so you can do the next thing um yeah and I think it's just important to slow down once in a while even though I don't love slowing down <laughs> no it's a cool balance though it's like you that's mm-hmm. how you function at your best I totally get that like you know when, when there's less time I get more done I totally get that and mm-hmm. I feel like that's the nature yeah. of like fire elements in general like this because like the fire can become really big really fast and then fizzle out type of thing. So Mm -hmm. it's like, let's, let's get it all done really quickly. And yeah, I totally get that. But then you have that balance of, okay. And now I would like to just be alone and just get to recharge. Absolutely. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well then I guess, uh, since we already went over your top three, then the last question that I have for you is what's something that maybe not many people know about you that you're willing to share. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think we kind of discussed it a little bit. Like, yes, I can come across as like assertive and like borderline intense, but I'm actually like very much conflict uh, avoidant and like very much fear of conflict. Um, I also, yeah, like 
I am a very, like, I can be a very emotional person, but I tend to, like I mentioned before, just kind of like hide it away, um, which I know isn't good. But um, yeah, I don't know. Things. I, another thing about me is that I feel like I'm kind of an open book. Like, I don't really know what people don't know about me because um, I feel like I kind of lay it all out. Um, yeah. No, that I like, I like what you just said too, because that was, that was another thing that I remember talking about with Martha on our uh, Sagittarius moon episode, where like, sometimes it's weird to a Sagittarius moon. If someone isn't an open book, because they're kind of used to being one in a way. Yeah. I'm like, why are you being quiet? (laughs) I don't like necessarily vibe with people that are like super quiet or like not super outgoing. I mean, this is something that maybe people don't know about me. Like I am very very outgoing and it's easy for me to make friends like I love social environments but there are times where I actually have to mentally prepare myself to socialize with other people and there are times where I actually can't do it and I have to like go to the bathroom at the party for a second and be like okay you know these people or maybe you don't but even if but like regardless it's gonna be fine like I get like in my own head about some things and I think my friends have always thought that I am the most confident of myself person which and I, I am a very confident and self-assured person but I definitely have those moments where I'm like what am I doing with my life or who am I yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's also part of like being in your 20s 100% but I think I think a lot of people probably think I have it all together that like I know it I know everything that's going on in my own world and that's super not true um and I think I might come off in that way but I, I don't always feel that way yeah. Maybe that's the thing that people don't know. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I also like, because of course I'm going to bring it back to astrology. It just seems very fire sign versus Pisces rising where it's like Pisces is trying to figure out how they fit in, in a, in a bigger scheme of life in a bigger, in something bigger than just what we're here for. But then fire signs are known mm-hmm. as like, I'm confident AF. Like that's just, yeah. you know, rolling with the confidence and rolling with the fire, but that combo. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I'm kind of feeling those two things battle. It's kind of always been the, yeah, I'm confident as hell. I know what I'm doing. And, you know, like I've got it all figured out. Whatever happens, happens, but it's going to be awesome. And like, I still largely feel that way. But I think for the first time, I mean, I'm turning 27 in March, um, which is the beginning of the Saturn return, right? 27 yeah yeah, yeah so yeah I it'll start I'm feeling coming it. up on like certain I think I'm coming up on certain like mindsets where I'm kind of like what is my purpose what do I do who am I like am I cool with the person that I am what would I like to be different you know what is missing from my life and um or what is there too much of I think I'm just having those like conversations with myself for the first time and I think yes exactly like I am feeling like the two, like the, the, the fire and water, like dueling against each other for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Um, Do you know where yeah. your Saturn is? Mm, I can check right now. My Saturn is Pisces. Do you know what house first, it's in? First house. Oh, well, duh. Okay. Cause you're a Pisces yeah. rising. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you and I both have uh Saturn in our first house. And so um, mine's in Capricorn in the first house. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's very much like, as you're coming on your Saturn's return, it's totally, I mean, it's the first house of the house of identity. And so you questioning yes. that <laughs> is like exactly what that is. It's, I love astrology. I love astrology. Astrology like, is so dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm like getting epiphanies right now. Like, why am I paying my therapist anymore? This is it. <laughs> right. Right. It's so like, I mean, I, I totally, I am a big, like, uh, I don't, it sounds oh, yeah. weird to say fan therapy. Like I am a big supporter I of therapy. My therapist. Shout yeah. out Hannah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But at the same time, I think it's such a cool, like, it's such a cool tool. It's an additional tool, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so your, your Saturn's return is going to be happening in your house of identity, which is like normally like, just like me, those with Saturn in your first house, it's very much um, because Saturn's like restriction and abundance. And so it's like, uh, you feel super restricted. And then once you like do the homework assignment, you feel that abundance. And so, but like, it's very self it's there. There's this huge insecurity. It's a huge insecurity, even if people don't see that because it's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's questioning your identity because Saturn is the, you know, the really, it's whatever lesson you didn't learn last time. And so I find that with Saturn in the first house, there's something about like why I'm so insecure, I've like, or the reasons why I'm super insecure, I've come to like, try to learn like, and work through that as like, I think that if I wasn't insecure about those things, I maybe would treat other people in a different way because Mm. I have this like extra, like underbelly of insecurities that maybe people don't see, but it makes me like, uh, treat people. Like I hated being judged by like the, like my physical appearance. And so I like make such an effort never to judge someone else of that. And I think if I didn't have that, Mm -hmm. that I would be more judgy just naturally. And, uh, and Mm -hmm. so I think wherever somebody's like, especially that Saturn first house, whatever we're most insecure about, I think it helps us not do that same kind of fear of judgment to somebody else. So that's Mm -hmm. really with Pisces in the first house. Yep. We're going to do an episode too, um, sometime soon about Saturn's return. So, uh, cool. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Going to be good timing for you. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So that was like a weird little Saturn tangent, even though not dealing with Sag moon, but yeah, but it's really cool to, it's, it's interesting. I still, I'm going to like be totally reflecting on this afterwards because I have all these Sag placements, but I know it's not in like, I I'm such a Capricorn moon, like to my core. So it's interesting, mm. like, uh, still trying to piece like how they differ. Cause I can relate on so many levels, but at the same time, like, as I prepare for the Capricorn moon episode, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I feel seen, you know? So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's cool mm-hmm. how, how it shows up in different ways, but still super similar. Like it's all the same traits. It just kind of shows up in different facets of your life where I feel like all of this that we've kind of talked about is geared more towards your, it geared more towards your emotions. Whereas mine is geared towards like, I'm not the Aries racing from one thing to the next. I'm the Sag who's literally mm-hmm. traveling around the world. You know, like it's just mm-hmm. a different, a different way it shows up. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was, it was really fun to get to I don't know, hear your experience as a Sag moon. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun to talk about. I've never really had like a conversation about my own personal like placements or yeah. even really about astrology like this yeah. before. So this was super fun. Yeah, thanks so much for being our Sag moon guest. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. This was awesome. Thanks for listening. Happy Sagittarius season. Don't forget to follow us over at the Stars Made Me podcast on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. If you're interested in reading fun, magical books, check out magical.bookclub on Instagram as well. And don't forget that on our website, thestarsmademedoit.com, you can use the code TSMMDI15. 
that's like the number 15, <laughs> to get 15% off your uh, reading through our website. Hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season. Thank <laughs> you.